0: Hello everyone, this is Rico and this is Trex in Sci-Fi, show number 51 for Wednesday, May the 17th, 2006. And of course, this week we are going to show you and let you listen to the last episode in the continuing adventures of the crew of the Starship Aurora, which will be coming up here shortly. I'll talk about that a little in a minute. <laughs> Okay, let's uh let's get rolling here. This um this Wednesday show for this week um is going to be another crew uh, Aurora crew show. Yes, let's get that those words out of my mouth cuz they were bugging me. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show everyone for this Wednesday. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the the show number 50 that I did last weekend. It was kind of a crazy last weekend as I said in the last podcast. Uh, the, the thing that I did on Monday was released an enhanced version of show 50 in the regular feed. I hope that didn't cause anyone too many difficulties in getting the show kind of twice, but I wanted to do that to, to let people see the show in this enhanced form with the extra little pictures and visuals. Yeah, I'm not really going to be doing that. I don't think, uh, as a regular thing, but I just wanted to put one out there and see what people thought and I've gotten some nice feedback about it and, and I really, uh, Really appreciate the comments. Today, though, I am not going to talk too much about that uh, anymore. I think uh, I had a good time doing show fifty, and we'll just let that go. I don't need I don't need to say too much before this uh, final episode in the crew of the Aurora, Aurora. I'm going to play for you guys and gals. This um, let me give you a little bit of lowdown on this episode. This was the last one that we recorded and did uh, a long time ago. The name of this episode is called Myers Prison. Which, um, well, there's a little bit of a story behind the name of the episode. We had a, uh, there was a chemistry teacher that I, uh, that some of us had in high school, and this is going back a long way. But his name was, uh, his last name was Myers, so that's kind of where the name came from. And the rest of the Myers prison title will become clear once you listen to the show. This, uh, this was the last one that we did, and I kind of wish we had done more. Than the six that we did, and I I did write another uh, script, a kind of a reuniting kind of script, uh, oh many years ago also, but but years after we did the initial six episodes, and and who knows, maybe someday all of us can get together in our old age home and record another uh, adventure in the crew of the Aurora. I just want to announce a couple other things since this show is uh, this last episode that we did is our longest one; it's about forty-five minute. uh, audio of the uh, episode the couple things i'll say this weekend's show uh, is going to be another deep space 9 uh, episode that i'm going to look at it's from the first season and the episode's called duet it's uh, a real strong cura episode in the first season that i really like and i'll be talking about that on sunday show this weekend and we'll have the usual uh, sci-fi goodness and collectible talk a little bit and other announcements and things then. But I'm not going to get into that too much right now. I want to get right to the episode. I hope everyone's enjoying the week. We've had a ton of rain where I live. And fortunately, like I said on the last weekend show, I this leak that I seem to have fixed in my son's room, well, it, it does seem to be fixed because it's not uh, not getting any worse. Nothing's happening. I think I fixed it, which I am very, very happy about. No more uh, problems there, and that's good. So with, uh, without any further ado, I hope you guys all enjoy this this last episode of the Aurora. I, I really enjoyed doing these, and I'd like uh, anyone that would like, like to send me some feedback on these at all. It's uh, treksf at gmail.com, of course, is the email for the podcast. And you can also call uh, the free voicemail line, which is two zero six eight eight 88 treks with an S on the end of it. And leave me a comment about the Aurora or anything else you want to talk about. And it will probably make it in a future show. So until I see you this and or talk to you this Sunday and this weekend, have a good rest of the week, everyone, and enjoy the episode. The episode again is called Myers Prison. Talk to everyone later. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: What is our present speed?
2: Warp vector 2, sir.
1: Increase speed to warp 5. We'll get through this void in a hurry. Captain, a strange star arrangement on the forward scanner. I'll stop, Mr. Matthews. You're right, Mr. Dossie. This is worth a picture. Stand by the photograph, navigator. Mr. Meadows, notify Cosmology to gather information on the stars using the lab telescope. Aye, sir. Stand by, sir. Photograph now. Needed. Elson, adjust course 15 degrees to starboard.
2: Turn completed, sir.
1: Good. Increase magnification, 4. Aye,
2: aye. Stand by the photograph. Captain, I'm receiving a message from Starbase 4. Hold on, Ensign. Captain, it's code 702. What was that? Code 702, Starbase 4. Acknowledge it,
1: Ensign. Aye, sir. Castle the photo. Elton, turn the bearing 180, mark 6. Aye, sir. And head to the Starbase at maximum warp. Of the Starship Aurora, her five year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. area space. You received a call from Starbase 4 ordering us to proceed there at once. This message seems strange to me since we just left there today on this mission. Well, my question should be cleared up soon. Essen, was there anything else on that message? No, sir. Keep all channels open just in case they try to contact us.
2: Aye, aye, sir.
1: What's your opinion of this, Mr. Dostey? Well, Captain, our long-range sensors show nothing unusual about it. Although I cannot make out specifics, I can find nothing out of the ordinary. I don't know what it could be. Thank you, science officer.
2: Coming up on starbase, Captain.
1: Good. Lock us into orbit, homesman.
2: Hi, sir. I'm getting a signal from star from the starbase, Captain. They're asking for permission to beam aboard, Commodore Blake. Comply with it. Also notify the transporter room. Come with me, gentlemen. Ready to energize, Captain.
1: Go ahead. Commodore Blake, what's this all
3: about? Not here, Captain. Let's go to your briefing room. Now, Commodore. I'll get to the point quickly, Captain. I wish you would. This is a map showing the known galactic region. That moving point is the Doppler-Perry system. See how it's moving out in unexplored space. Yes, it is. It's a binary sun with a fifth planet, Class M. Population was about one and a half billion. Was? Yes, I'll get to that. Go on. Federation scientists have known for some time that the movement of this system is carrying it out into the last unexplored arm of the Federation. From star charts recently made, we have found out that this solar system is on a collision course with this system. That second moving point is system R7612. We have no idea if there are any class M planets, or for that matter, if there are any inhabitants at all. It's your job to find out, and if there are any inhabitants, to evacuate them. Well, why didn't we know about this sooner? The system was moving very erratically and hasn't settled down until now.
1: Are we going to get any help?
3: No, well, not right away. The only other starship in this area is the USS Congo, commanded by Captain Nelson. It's too busy evacuating the other system with the help of eight transport types. When they're finished, we can send them to you. I see. How much time do we have before the two systems collide? Approximately 10 solar days. Well, we'd better get to it then. I have people on the base feeding the course coordinates of the system to your bridge, so you can leave at once. Thank you, Commodore. We'll do our best. Good luck.
1: Mr. Matthews, do you have the course laid in, ready to go?
2: Aye, sir. All systems show ready.
1: Good. Mr. Meadows, are your channels clear? Yes, sir. Captain, take us out of orbit on the course designated. Ahead, warp vector six.
2: Aye, sir. Warp vector six. At our present speed, Captain, our ETA is approximately five hours.
1: Very good. That should give us plenty of time. It should, Captain. Mr. Meadows, order the senior officers to the briefing room. Aye, Captain. Gentlemen, come with me. Mr. Matthews, you have the con. Gentlemen, you all understand the situation? Science officer? When we move in on the approach to the system, we will begin readings. Sensor sections will gather data for a comparison. Now, if our theories on this system are correct, at least one of them should be Class M, approximating Earth-Mars conditions. Captain, Starfleet can't expect us to evacuate an entire planet, let alone an entire solar system. Oh, that's one point I neglected to mention. The Congo and eight transport tugs will be joining us at the system. Oh, I see Captain. Now, after we have found a specific plant that inhabited, evacuation will begin. First, we'll beam down a landing party to contact the people. The party should be complete with full landing party equipment. Agreed. And as to landing party recommendations? Landing party should include the following myself, Commander Dossie, Chief Engineer LaBelle, Dr. Hendrickson, Chief Navigator Matsumoto, Security Men Lopez and Potter, and Yeoman Adams. Very good, Captain. Have the list ready for Mr. Meadows when we get back up to the bridge. Aye aye, Captain. After the aliens have been contacted, we'll start evacuating back up to the ship. Special accommodations will have to be arranged on board. Transporters will be in a great deal of use, engineer. Will this cause any problems in your department? Well, Captain, it will put a great strain on my engines, but there doesn't seem to be any way to avoid it. No, there doesn't. We could use the shuttlecraft back and forth from the planet. That's a good idea. The round trip time probably would only be ten minutes. This would cut down on some of the transporter activity. All right. If it's necessary, we'll try that. Dismissed, gentlemen. Captain's Laws, Star 87609.5. In this vast universe of ours, it would almost seem impossible that two solar systems could ever collide with each other. However, this situation is about to occur, and the Aurora is assigned the task of evacuating one of the systems. We should have plenty of time and run there's no problem. Got
2: it, Captain.
1: Good. Notify the personnel and tell them to report to the transporter room one with full landing party equipment. Aye, sir. Sensor sections report ready, Captain.
2: Coming up on system R7612, Captain.
1: Start your reading. Acknowledged. Have sensor sections gather all data they can. Readings in progress. Gathering data for a comparative view. Ten planets in all. Sixth planet is definitely class M. Housman, plan the course to the sixth planet and bring us into orbit.
2: Aye, Captain. Locked into orbit, sir.
1: Planet has two large natural satellites. Oxygen, nitrogen, atmosphere with some trace elements. Density 6.2, diameter 13304 kilometers at the equator. Approximately three-quarters of the planet is water. Many mountains in high elevations on the land areas. Are there any life readings? I am now definitely getting some life form indications. Several clustered areas, probably cities. Pinpoint the major concentration of life. We'll beam down there. Aye, Captain. One more thing. Are you sure this is the only Class M planet? Affirmative. Alright, Joe, you'll be in command while I take the landing party ashore. Aye, aye, sir. Tell the engineering department to get their transporters working at top efficiency. We'll probably be beaming up with a lot of company.
2: Affirmative, Captain.
1: Shall we go, gentlemen? <laughs> Start reporting, yeoman. Life-form readings, Mr. Dawsey. bearing 050 degrees. Seem to be coming from that group of buildings over there, Captain. All right, we'll make our way towards that settlement. Formation A. Reading, reading, Mr. Dusty? Affirmative, sir. Continue. Aye, sir.
2: Captain, look!
1: All those strange aliens gone? I guess so. They all ran off towards that group of buildings over there, and I'm still getting life form readings. Alright, continue your investigations. How's Potter, Doc? He's got a concussion and's unconscious. He needs better care than I can give him here. And so does Lopez. Lopez, what happened to him? He got a dislocated shoulder during the fight. It's not too bad, but they both should get back to the ship. Alright, have the ship beam them up when you're ready. Fine, Captain. Still no signs of any aliens, Captain. Hendricks and Aurora, prepare to beam up a party of two. Stand by, Aurora. Doc, I'll play them beam up Yeoman Adams. I want as few people down here as possible. Aye, Captain. Make that a party of three, and have a medical team stand by.
2: Acknowledge. Aurora standing by.
1: Energize. Well, Doc, I hope we won't need your services anymore. But we still have a job to do. Mr. Dawsey, what do you make of those aliens that attacked us? We haven't seen any signs of anyone else since the first group fled. Despite their strange appearance in that language, they definitely registered as humanoids on my tricorder. Then, there's our phasers out of power when they were fully charged before we beamed down. Captain, my phaser shows it's fully charged. What? Look, sir. Mine is charged too, Captain. It appears that all our phasers now have power. Well, let's make it definite. Everyone try to keep that rock. Stand by. Fire. Captain? Very interesting. Do you remember that noise we heard just before we tried our phasers? I think I do.
2: Captain, do you mean that humming noise?
1: Yes, that about describes it. Well, it's possible that those aliens set up some kind of field in our weapons which caused them to malfunction. Yes, that seems possible. Well, if we do meet up with those aliens again, we can use a universal translator. That should help us communicate with them. We still have to help these people. Mr. Dossie, are you still getting life readings from those buildings over there? Yes, sir. All right. Well, check out the structure first. Let's go. I hope we find someone friendly. Yeah. Well, we'll we're getting there. Definitely life forms inside, Captain. This is Captain Alan Kruister of the United Spaceship Aurora. You people are in great danger. They won't answer, Captain. The readings I was getting are now shifting. Shifting? Yes, they're moving towards that building across the road. Are you sure of your readings this time? As certain as I can be on this planet. Well, let's get over there. Can anyone inside hear me? This planet must be evacuated! The readings are gone, sir. Whatever was inside isn't there anymore. This is getting us nowhere. We'll split up. Mr. Bossy and the rest go across the field and check out those four buildings over there. I'll take the small one in the center, and we'll meet back in front of the large one. Say in half an hour. Alright, Captain. <laughs> anyone inside. I'm from another planet out in space. We have to help you people. No one in there. I wonder if the others are having any better luck. To talk to someone! Is everyone anyone at home? I guess not.
2: Please, somebody! Let us try and help you! This is useless.
1: Huh, I guess nobody's home. Did any of you find anything? No, no I don't sure find anything. Captain, I don't understand this. I'd say these people are afraid of us. Every time we get close to someone, they just scurry away. But on the way here, I did get life readings from that big building in the center. This city sure seems dead. That's exactly what it's going to be if we don't find someone and explain the situation. You say there's life forms registering that large, round building in the center? Yes, sir. And they're still there. That building does seem to stand out more than the rest. Maybe it's some kind of central meeting place. We'll check it out. Better contact the ship first. It's been over an hour since our last transmission. Closer to Aurora.
2: Come in. Aurora, Dosty here. Captain, what's your situation?
1: No signs of anybody since the first group of aliens attacked us. We're about ready to check out another building.
2: Do you require any assistance? I've got people standing by, ready to beam down.
1: Negative. Don't send anyone else down. We're not in trouble yet.
2: Yes, sir. Sick bay reports that the two security men, Lopez and Potter, are going to be fine.
1: That's good news. Carry on, Mr. Dosti. Shall we go? Okay. There seemed to be any doors to get in. It was just this archway here. Good enough. Is anyone here? Don't be afraid. We're friends. We come in peace. Still reading some life forms. They're somewhere in here. I'm just having trouble pinpointing them.
2: Anyone? We come from the planet Earth. We have to talk to you. I am.
1: Hit us. Must have been some kind of hypersonic. If it was a few decibels higher, it could have killed us all. Well, at least we made contact with someone. Captain? Yes, what is it, Mr. Matsumoto?
2: Look around with the strange room we're in. Doors or windows? there's light coming in, and it's completely rounded and closed. Yes, very strange.
1: Captain, this is also strange. What? It seems our host let us keep all our devices, our phases, communicators, and so on. He's right, I still have my tricorder too. Closer to Aurora, come in. Closer to Aurora, come in. Too much interference. Captain, all our phasers are out of power. Here we go again. My tricorder is also blocked out, so there's no telling what's outside here.
2: Sir, the ship will be looking for us,
1: won't it? They should be. We don't know how long we've been unconscious. Chances are, if my tricorder cannot penetrate to the outside, neither can the ship's sensors find us. If a party does come, it might take them a while to find us. How long have we been stuck in here? Around three hours, but there's no way to tell how long we were knocked out. It may have been hours or even days. I wish I knew what was going on still unable to sense anything outside with my tricorder. Whatever is blocking it out must still be in effect.
2: Captain, look over there! Some kind of opening a door.
1: I see it. Rob, do you see anything inside? Not much. There's not enough light. It does look like... like some kind of passageway. No telling where it leads to. Well, let's find out. Captain? We have to find a way out of here. Plus, we need food and water to survive. There's no alternative. We either stay here and starve or we try to follow the passage. I agree. Yes, alright. Well come on. Wonder where this thing leads to. Guess we'll know soon enough. Still nothing on the tricorder.
2: Captain, look. What? Captain,
1: the opening, it's disappeared. Now what do we do? Keep going, the only thing we can do. I guess. Mr. Matsumoto? Now is everyone together? Alright, let's keep going. Captain
2: Cloud, Start 8 7610.1, Assistant Chief Engineer Dostine, Temporary Command. Captain Clooster and his landing party have not checked in for now more than five hours. I've decided to send out three reconnaissance parties to search the planet's surface for the missing team.
4: Lieutenant Matthews,
2: scan the planet's surface and see if you can get any life form readings. Aye, aye, sir. Mr. Meadows, notify Security Chief Bates and Holmesman Mokar to transporter room one. Tell them to take charge of reconnaissance parties two and three to search the planet for the captain's party with full landing party equipment. Got it, sir. I'll notify them at once. Very good. Negative on the scan, Mr. Drafty. According to our system, there's nothing on the planet that's human. I don't care what those sensors say. They have to be down there. I agree, sir. Then it's your job to check it out. Aye, aye, sir. Go to Transporter Room 1 to take charge of the first recon party. We're beaming you down to a location where we received their last transmission. Watch out for those aliens. They're not very friendly. Be careful and good luck. Thank you.
1: How long is this thing? Quite a ways, it would seem. But at least we're getting somewhere. Yeah, but where?
2: Captain, I see something ahead.
1: What is it, Mr. Matsumoto?
2: A light or something like it. Just up ahead.
1: Well, come on. Must be getting closer. The light is getting stronger. I see it. It's just up ahead. Yeah, there it is.
2: It's a door. The light came through the cracks. What do you think is inside, Captain?
1: There's only one way to find out. Let's open it up. Look
2: at
1: all people. Mr. Matsumoto, sh- I'm Captain Alan Cluster from the starship Aurora. These are my men. My science officer, Mr. Dosti, my navigator, Mr. Matsumoto, my chief engineer, Mr. LaBelle, and our ship's doctor, Mr. Hendrickson. Can you understand? You, sir, can you understand me? You people are in extreme danger. We're from the planet Earth, and we're here to help. Can you understand? Of course I can understand, Fred. You can? Yes, why, I'm from Earth myself. Earth?
2: All right, keep searching. I'm going to check in with the ship. Message to Aurora. Come in, please. Aurora, Dusty here. we completely searched the area we last heard from the captain's party. Still no sign of anyone, even aliens. There doesn't seem to be anyone here. Well, keep looking. Time's running out for the planet and the people on it. I understand. We'll keep searching. I'll beam down an additional three parties to help you with the search. I hope they will be of use. Aurora out. I hope so too. Where could they be? From Earth? Well,
1: how'd you get here? Our record show that planet has never been contacted. Please, Captain Fedowa. Would you like to drink something, Captain? You haven't answered me yet. What's your name, anyway? Here you are. My name? Smith, I believe. Yes, that's right. John Smith. You keep avoiding the question, Mr. Smith. How'd you get here? I don't know. You say you're from Earth, but you don't know how you got here. Well, where on Earth are you from? What part? It's called home, I believe. Yes, that's it. Home. Oh, this is getting us nowhere. Captain, come over here a second. When you want to talk, sense. I'll be back. Now, what is it, Rick? Captain, I find this very odd. What? By our records, nobody from Earth or any other part of the Federation has ever visited this planet, or for that matter, this quadrant of space. Yet look around. Yes, I see. Different aliens from every part of the known galaxy. Syrians, Vulcans, Gorns, Tellurites, and humans. You name it and it's here. Yes, very odd indeed. Captain, can I speak to you a moment? Yes.
2: I've met people from all parts of the galaxy. Yes, I know.
1: How can these people actually be here? What does all this mean? Captain! One of those doorway things. It's opening up. Everybody stand back.
2: Rise, throw, rise, throw, rise, throw, you zero,
1: Captain, it's that alien tongue again. If we only could understand it. We can. Mike, hand me the translator and turn it on. Okay, here.
2: Crazy. You, stay in there with the rest of them. Get tuned to Glass Gap on Crazies. They don't like us. Our ways are kind, so change craze. Change.
1: Close Gap. That alien's gone. But look what he left. Everyone, look at that alien. Its form seems to be changing. I don't believe it. Captain, do you see the same thing? Yes, I do. That alien changed to look like one of us. Rick, are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? That this is some sort of prison? Yes, a prison for the insane. Insane? Then that explains what that guard was saying about us being crazy, and throwing that other one in here. That must explain it. When we were outside running all over the country, they took us for some of these people. Plus, we were running around proclaiming that we were from Earth, another planet. Then they figure that we're from this godforsaken planet and have tossed us in here for good. And that might be longer than we expect.
2: Well, it doesn't matter now. The problem is how to get out of here.
1: These people must be telepathic. They read our minds, maybe, and become aliens from all over the galaxy. If they're telepaths, how come they don't know we're not really from this planet? Well, it could be a number of things. One, it could be that they can't clearly read our minds, so they really don't know the truth. Or it might be normal for the crazy people to think that way.
2: Huh? What do you mean by that?
1: Well, I didn't word it very well. What I mean is, when these aliens change their form, they might pick up the form's thoughts, and ideas. I think I understand.
2: If there were only some way we
1: can convince them that we're not in their world. I wish there were. I wonder how long we're going to be stuck in this prison. Try to communicate Rob. Well, Bell to Aurora? Come in, Aurora. They can't hear us. Too much interference. Looks like we might be here for a long, long time. Captain's log. Start eight, unknown. It's now the second night since we have been in the asylum. Our jailers have provided us with food, water, whatever we need. What we do need is to escape from here quickly. The Doppler system is getting closer every second. One thing that we have noticed is that at night, the aliens revert back to their natural form. I don't know if this is helpful to us, but we're running out of time. Captain, Captain, what is it? It's that hum again. Captain, that gap is opening again.
2: Mike is right next to there. Mike, Mike, look out! Uh Sperm tree, Rio Coco Crow. What?
1: that call me. What are you doing? They're gone. There's nothing we can do now. The gap's closed. They've got Mike now. Oh, God. Captain, get some sleep now. I'll stand watch. I guess you're right. <laughs> oh, 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 Rick? What's going on? Oh, not much. The guard hasn't come by with our food yet. Nobody's stirred all night. Pretty quiet then, huh? I'd say so. And I'm grateful that it was. Well, I wonder what they're doing to Mike. I wish I knew. I've told Rob and Doc about what happened. They can't seem to figure out why. They would want to take him either. What kind of upside-down planet is this, anyway? Can't these fools get through their heads that we're not from this planet and we're trying to help them? I guess not. We could only communicate with them. When that card comes back with the food, I'm going to try. Maybe you'll understand if I use the universal translator. Where is it? It's right here, Captain. Let me see it. Get it ready to go, Captain. That gap thing could be opening at any time. All right. I'm getting it set. Captain, the gap is opening. I'm ready for him. There's the guard. I hope he can understand you. Me too. You, sir, I have to talk to you. Me? How can you speak? Never mind about that now. It's my party here and myself, don't belong in your prison. We're from another world out in space. We have come to help you. There's another Thank planet you. out in the galaxy that's going to collide with your planet in a very short time. Do you believe me? Answer me. No. This kid. I don't believe it. You have to believe me. I'm speaking the truth. All right, what happened to the one your people took last night? He's our friend. Where is he? What's happening to him? No! Don't go! He's gone. I guess he didn't believe us. I guess he really shouldn't have expected anything more. Well, that attempt certainly didn't get us very far. These aliens just don't understand. I suppose they've been handling crazy people for so long, they don't know what to believe. Do you think the ship will ever find us? I keep asking myself that same question. And the answer keeps getting dimmer and dimmer.
2: Captain's log, starting 7610.4. Lieutenant Commander Dosti temporary command. The search for the captain's missing landing party has been in progress for nearly three days now. Our search party has turned up nothing on the planet, alien or otherwise. I have dispatched a message to Starbase 4 requesting an approximate time on the arrival of the other starships. Also, I have been informed at our situation concerning the missing party. The reply should be coming in at any time. Mr. Meadows, what's the latest word from the search parties? They well, must no sign of any member of Captain Cluster's missing party. Any further sign of alien life? None, sir. All right, keep me posted. Where could they be on that planet? Since are still not picking up any signs from the missing party, sir. We've got to find them. They could be some places hidden from our sensor scans. If that's the case, chances of finding them are particularly nil. We have to keep trying. Are you and the recon party ready to go down the planet again? Yes, sir. Everyone's resupplied and are standing by in the transport room one. Good. Well, you better get to it. Ensign, order helmsman of Benga to the bridge. Aye, sir. Oh, what a day. Mr. Dusty! Yes, what is it? I have a message coming from Starbase 4. Put it on audio, Ensign. Colonel Blake,
3: Starbase 4, Commander, USS Aurora, this sector. In response to your earlier message, let me say that we understand your situation. I regret we cannot be much help. The other starships, being led by the Congo, should be there within the next three solar days. I know that's cutting our evacuation short, but it cannot be helped. The current evacuation of the Doppler Prairie system is taking longer than anticipated. If time runs out, you may have to leave the area with wealth missing officers. The decision is up to you. Starbase South.
2: Well, how nice of them. Three days. That won't give us much time. We'll have to have things ready when they arrive. Mr. Meadows, order recon party 7, 8 and 9, transporter room. Aye, sir. Have them search the area due east of the settlement. We've got to find somebody. Yes, sir, the wolf. if time runs out? Are you just going to leave them there? Carry out your orders, Ensign. <laughs>
1: Now. This whole situation reminds me of a paper I read some years back. It was about another starship that visited an unexplored planet. A Captain Myers was in command, and when he beamed down with the lightning party, they were mistaken for other people and thrown into prison. Ah, yes, Myers Prison. I've heard of it. Anyway, they made it out later, but it took a lot of convincing. Well, this is almost the same thing again. Yeah, except that we're some kind of asylum. we got to find a way Mike can get out of here. Captain, that gap is opening again. All right, everyone stay away from there.
2: Swear at love. It's Mike. They brought him back, thank God. Come on, Doc. <coughs> oh my
1: head. Oh. Take it easy, Mike. <coughs> A lot of rest, Captain. Okay, take care of him, Doc. It's a good thing those aliens let me keep my kit. He's falling asleep now. Let's let him rest. All right. Rick, Rob, come over here. I want to talk to you. Yes, Captain. Well, now that we have Mike back, we've got to try and escape from here. I doubt very much that we have much of the 10 days left. That system is getting closer every second. I have an idea how to get out of this rat trap. It's risky, but we'll have to chance it. Well, what do you think, gentlemen? Sounds like our best alternative. Agreed. All right, we'll try the first chance we get. Do you want to see me, Captain? Yes, Doc. How's Mike doing? Fine. He's got some sleep and he's awake now. You can talk to him if you want. Good. Well, Mike, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good.
2: I feel a little weak and rested.
1: Well, that's good. We have a plan worked out on how to get out of here, and we need your help. Can you tell us what happened to you? It might be helpful.
2: Well, first I was put in a small little room, and a few of those aliens came in and talked to me. They were talking in that alien language, and I got the feeling they were trying to find out about us. Take it easy a second, Mike. Now, you said these aliens were questioning you? Yes, questions and more questions. I couldn't rest, and they left for a while. I got a chance to get some rest. I barely remember them coming in again, and it seemed like they were examining me, taking samples of my blood and so forth. I was so tired I de- didn't care what they did. Yes, go on. That's about all I remember. And one other thing, there was this alien named Parley. Yes, Parley, that's it. Anyway, I got the impression this alien is some, some sort of leader. He seemed to be telling everyone what to do. Is that all you remember?
1: I'm afraid so. That's fine, Mike. Get some rest now. Parley, huh? I think it's about time, Captain. Someone should be coming through that gap at any time now. Good. Mike, do you feel well enough to try it? I guess so, Captain. Alright. Let's just hope everything works. Captain, the doorway, it's... I hear it. Everyone get in position. get in? How do we get in? I see. Thank you very much. Just take it easy, Mr. Parley. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to talk to you. Do you understand me? Of course I understand you. I have not mastered your language.
0: Please, gentlemen,
3: have a seat.
1: Why, thank you. Now, what can I do for you, Captain Kalusta? You know me? I know all your names. Thanks to Mr. Matsumoto here. Dr. Henderson, Commander Dosty, and Mr. LaBelle. But your names is as far as my knowledge about you goes. Well then, allow me to explain. Myself and my men are from the Starship Aurora. We are sent here on a rescue mission, representing the United Federation of Planets. Your plan here is going to be annihilated by a collision with another solar system. A collision? Yes, and we must ask quickly. There's only minutes left, as far as I can tell. Well, Captain, this is pretty hard to believe all at once, but I am a scientist, and I will allow you to prove your words. Fine. How do we get outside, where we were first captured? Follow me.
2: I'll check him with the ship. Matthews to Aurora, come in. Aurora, Dofty here. Still nothing on the search. I'm now outside where the last transmission came from. Aurora, it's the captain of the rest of the landing party. Beam us up, quickly. Riyaki, Riyaki.
1: Left.
2: 71 hours, sir.
1: Good. How long for the rest of the starships arrive.
2: Should be any time now.
1: Well, Mr. Parley, I never could have envisioned even anything like this, Captain. And I'll believe you, my people will cooperate in every way possible. Excellent. Mr. LaBelle, escort Mr. Parley to the transport room and prepare to evacuate the planet. Yes, sir.
2: <laughs> Captain! We're receiving a signal from the Congo, sir. They're here. Finally.
1: Captain's log, stardate 7611.2. With the combined effort of the starships Aurora, Copernicus, Galilee, the Hipparchus, Ptolemy, Pythagoras, and Thales, the Federation was able to successfully evacuate the entire population of the planet found. The new name of the destroyed planet in the system, R7612, which on Stardate 7610.9, collided with the Doppler-Paris system. The Aurora is now heading back to Starbase 4 with the last group of passengers. Captain, Mr. Parley wanted to give you his thanks personally. If you'll excuse me, I have my work to attend to. And Captain, it's good to be home. Well, sit down, Mr. Parley. Captain, I just was to say, Bomb Gal Balbroi. What does that mean? last, bom thanks, your friend. Well, thank you. Is there anything I can do for you? No, just try to understand other people in the future. Oh, I will, Captain. Come on. Let me show you around. I have a feeling you'll find it very interesting. Oh, I'm Sultan, I will. Blake, played by John Collins, Mr. Parley, played by Robert Labelle, Mr. Smith, played by Paul Henderson, The Transporter Chief, played by Cynthia Doste, and the Guard, played by the illiterate Joe Doste. This has been a Rick Dostee Dost- Production.